This is the Average to Savage podcast with Paul Garino. Everyone and anyone, athletes, celebs, and much more. This episode is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code PG at manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code PG at manscaped.com. That's 20% off free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code PG. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Average to Savage podcast. Our special guest today is Buddy Robinson. Buddy, how's it going? Doing good, man. Thanks for having me today. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on. No problem. Uh, let's, just, let's just go back in time. Like, what, what was your first memory of uh, playing hockey? Damn, I used to uh, – there's a rink around the corner here. Um, the old Coliseum where the Flyers, damn, back in, like, early 90s were practicing at just around the corner. I think it was Voorhees. And my dad used to take me there just to skate and kind of fell in love with the game there. And he uh, he liked it, so he kind of got me and my, uh, my brother into it. And he just taught us how to skate the first couple times and then saw we had a little bit of a knack for it. So uh, brought us over to, to Hollydale and got us on, like, a learn to skate, learn to play program and kind of just went from there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, what about like, did you play any other sports growing up? Oh, yeah. Baseball, soccer. I love baseball. Like, if you would have gone back to my, you know, 10 year old self, baseball would have been the play. Yeah. I was the for sure baseball guy, but hockey just kind of kept growing and growing. And then eventually I had to pick one in high school and it was hockey. Uh, I felt I had a better chance at it. For sure. Uh, yeah. yeah and I know hockey, uh, you got a lot of early mornings. Like, what was that like? Oh. You guys were kids just, like, traveling all over the place. I oh, I can't was. imagine. Now I'm pushing 30, and I'm, like, thinking <laughs> about it. my own kids coming. I'm like, damn, like, when I have kids, it's going to be nuts. My parents were crazy waking up at 4 a.m. to take me in the dead of winter to a hockey rink and sit there and watch some kids fall all over the ice. But, you know, appreciate what they did because it, it worked out. But, man, it was – there's some early mornings here. You're walking into the rink half dressed. It's 4:30, and you're excited. You, you're you're happy to be there, and all the parents are shivering up in the stands. I'm starting to lean towards that side now. Yeah, definitely. And I always ask everybody uh, that's like a pro athlete, like when, like I know you kind of mentioned it, like you picked hockey in high school, like over baseball and things like that. Like when did you know? Like was there a moment that you knew you were like better than the rest, or like something like that? It was kind of weird, like. My career was uh, strange growing up. I was I was bigger than everyone when I was really young, you know, like that five, six, seven, eight-year-old range, and then I kind of stopped. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like, my preteen, early teenage years, I was, like, five, seven, freshman in high school, and everyone was just bigger, more mature than me. So I was like, damn, I'm not going to be able to keep up. And then I think everyone knew I was going to grow eventually. I had, like, these big hands and big feet as, like, a 13-year-old. So eventually I grew the body, the body caught up, and then um, – in high school is kind of where I started realizing, like, okay, maybe I can play a little bit at a higher level and got picked up by a junior team in uh, the OP in Canada. It used to be the OPJHL, the Hamilton Red Wings, and thought I'd give it a shot instead of college. Definitely wasn't mature enough for college yet at 18 years old down here. So um, 
it was good. I took a little bit of time to play some junior hockey and kind of took off from there. Just never really was looking to the NHL. It was just always like, all right, next step is available. All right, college, college wants you now. Okay, now there's a chance for pro. So yeah. just kind of took it one level at a time. Yeah, for those that don't know, you're six six, right? Yeah, six six two thirty. So I got got a frame. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and then yeah, just going to like junior hockey. Could you just like explain to people that don't understand, like don't know, like you went to yeah. junior hockey? I know, I I know what you mean, but you went to junior hockey yeah. and went to college. Yeah. So junior hockey is like this. It's um kind of a middle ground for guys who want to play college hockey, but um aren't quite ready to go right away after high school so you got like two or three years of eligibility to play junior a they call it it's not uh you know the ohl or the qjhl or the uh the whl out west it's like uh it's considered junior a in the united states we have the ushl and the nahl in canada it's like the op and then every province has their own uh their own junior a league so it's kind of just this league where everyone plays nobody's really in high school anymore and um, college scouts will come watch you. And then you, you, you know, if you're lucky enough, like myself, you, uh, get some interest from some division one, division three colleges. And, and, uh, you have a couple of choices and you make one and, uh, that's where you go to school. You can sign a letter of intent out of junior, just like any other sport, but hockey is a little different. You can be a 21 year old freshman rather than, you know, like 17, 18 years old. So it's a, it's a little funny going into school and yeah. you're meeting all your classmates and they're all 18 and you're 21 and, but uh, it's it's a good experience though, and you know you play a lot of video games, play a lot of hockey, and just kind of that's kind of where the, the term you know living the dream comes from. So yeah. just out there playing some hockey and taking it one day at a time, enjoying life. Yeah, yeah. I remember being in college and I had to like retake this class, and it was like a freshman class, and I was sitting next to a hockey kid, and he was 21, and I was 22, and I was a senior, and he was a freshman, and I was just like, yeah, I was like, I can't even imagine like. Yeah, you feel behind a little bit, but yeah. it's it's good. At least you can buy a beer if you want to while you're in school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And then, yeah, what was it like? I know you're a veteran now in Canada, but, like, what was it like when you first moved to Canada? Was it, like, kind of like a culture shock? Yeah, for sure. It was um, – this was oh, oh 09, so, like, cell phones and everything were out, but yeah. there was no roaming. There was no, like, international plan. So my first year of junior, funny enough, I had no car and no phone. I was just out there playing video games and going to practice every day. That's kind of it. We had a, it's called a billet family. So this, this family that's close to the team and they host you and you just kind of live with them and eat what they cook. And I was a picky eater. So that was tough for me, but um, I broke through that and, you know, just to get a ride to the rink every morning with your teammate and come home when he's ready and play your games and move on. You just, you know, just keep busy and make some friends, but no, no phone, no, uh, no cars, so it's tough to explore, but yeah. it was definitely cool to be a part of, like, uh, you know, a hockey culture up in Canada, so it's still really cool to be a part of that. Yeah, yeah, that's funny just to think about, like, we're the same we're, we're the same age pretty much, and it's funny just to think about, like, 10 years ago how phones weren't even, like, this crazy. Yeah, like, how much further it's come. I know, like, there's no roaming. You make, <laughs> yeah. a, call, you make a call at 6.58, you're going to get charged $100 <laughs> if you're calling the States. You're going to wait till 7 p.m. to call. That's so funny. Um, yeah. And then what, what was it, what was your recruiting process like to uh, college? Yeah. So I went to uh, Lake Superior State in uh, Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan, all the way up there the UP that, that was culture shock coming from like suburbs of Philadelphia. And then you're going up to a little town with 10,000 people, but um, it was good. Like the recruiting was just, you know, you play, you play some hockey and you know, the scouts are there every night and you're just hoping to impress a couple of them. Uh, uh, during the season and how it normally goes is like they'll send the assistant coach out and 
if he likes you, you know, they'll bring the other assistant coach out and then they'll have a chat with you after and say, all right, like keep playing good. We'll be in touch. And then eventually, you know, that the, the head coach will come down and if he likes what he sees then they reach out and then uh, they want to bring you on a visit. So just like most sports, you'll have your official uh, recruiting visit and you'll they'll fly in or your drive. I drove, I was close enough to drive. So then you see the campus and catch a game, hang out with the guys afterwards and, Normally their job is to do their best to recruit you to the school and show you a good time. So I had, I had a good time, my, uh, my recruiting uh, trip and uh, signed my letter of intent a week later. Gotcha. So you were just, you were just one and done. You just visited one school. Yeah, it was just one school. I kind of knew what I, I knew what I liked. It told me mm-hmm. to, you know, give it a couple of days and think, think it over, but I, I enjoyed the, uh, the guys there so much. And then they, they showed me a great time and just like the whole culture there was, it was nice. And uh, it was, it was a fun school, really small. It's, compared to what I'm used to back here, the city suburb living. So it was good. It was a really good time and uh, cold though. Definitely very cold. Yeah. And then, um, so like, what, like after your, you were there for two years. So like your, it was your senior year, quote unquote, I guess. Um, like what, what, what was your expectations like for like the NHL and things like that? Or going? Yeah, I really, I didn't, you know, came into college, happy to be there, you know, division one, this is cool. I got to play. And then all of a sudden I was playing every game and kind of on one of the top couple lines, freshman and sophomore year. And then my sophomore season ended and um, in college, you have a uh, family advisors they are called. So they have like a, like a friend of mine who I met in my junior um, experience. He gave me a call after my sophomore year and said, Hey, you got some interest from uh, the NHL and the Ottawa senators are calling and they want to see if you want to leave school early. So same idea. They, they flew me out to Ottawa. Um, for a little visit and of course you know they roll the red carpet out bells and whistles welcome to the nhl and i couldn't sign on that dotted line fast enough <laughs> um it was it was hard it was hard to leave school obviously you're, you're leaving a bunch of friends and you know you spend every day with these guys for two years and then you leave like just like that so that was tough but you get an opportunity to to live your dream you know you gotta you gotta jump on that so it was great i thank the sense a lot for uh like four years three and a half years with them and it was good it gave me a, a good shot and you know, happy to still be playing. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, you spent uh, like four seasons in the AHL. Then you get you got called up during the 15-16 the season. What what was that like to get called up to the NHL? Yeah, it was definitely a grind. You know, three full years, um, AHL, just grinding away, grinding away. It's a, it's a tough, tough road down there because everyone's fighting for the same job. And once you get that call, you get a chance to play. It's a, It's kind of surreal, right? You're you sign that contract to be in the NHL and then, you know, you're, you got to work for it to get up. But once you get called up, it's, it's kind of surreal and it's definitely in, a lot of incentives that want to stay. So you work hard just to make sure that you can stick there one day. And it's uh, it's a different lifestyle, man. You're treated great and everything is uh, everything's great. So it's, it makes you want to work hard and make, to make sure you're sticking there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What is like, what's like AHL life like, is it like, cause I know like I'm thinking like minor league baseball, but like AHL is like triple A basically to yeah to baseball so you're, you're right there yeah so you're right there and it's it's very similar to what i was explaining to junior hockey like yeah. you know it's pro hockey you're you're playing in the second best league in the world um you're one call away from being in the nhl the next night so you're just doing everything you can your nightly basis you know that there's teams watching it doesn't have to be your team you get traded at any time and you know i've gone through that myself once and that's definitely interesting and you're just one call away. So, you know, during the days you wake up, you got your 11 o'clock practice, 10 o'clock practice. A lot of teams are right around that time. And then 
after that, it's, it's just killing time again. You're, you know, you, you work out your home normally by one or two every day and, you know, hang out with your teammates, get some lunch and I don't know, just do your best to stay busy. It's a, it's a pretty free, it's a pretty free uh, schedule in the American league that you're playing mostly weekend games and you got Monday through Thursday to just practice and then hang out during the week. So you spend a lot of time with your teammates and you get close like that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, you've been, you've been consistent through your AHL career, just like all, like just looking at your numbers, like what, what keeps you uh, consistent? I just like learn, learn in my game, right? Like I grew, you know, it was, there was an adjustment period from college to pro and figuring out like, I'm not this, you know, skill guy dangle everybody around, you know, like I'm not the dad suit guy out there on the ice anymore. Like I used to be able to, when I was young, you just, you know, use my body, get to the front of that. And it's just, you know, that's just how I got to score my goals, get my points. And that's how I'm going to produce, lay the body, hit some people, make some noise, make, uh, make sure everyone knows I'm out there. And then, bang a couple of uh, greasy goals home in front. So that's just kind of where I like to live and get a couple that bounce in off your legs or your butt. That's always a, a plus. Yeah, for sure. What about, tell, who was your, who was your first NHL goal against and, and what was that feeling like? Oh, first goal against was, was it Al Montoya? I think for the Florida Panthers, we were playing in Ottawa. It was my second game ever in the NHL. We're playing in Ottawa. And the night before was my first game of course right nervous as hell sure. two penalties minus one not the best start you can have so I'm all nervous I'm not going to get to play again and the next night I go out there and I was able to get a goal it was just um tip in I was just standing in front like I said I just get into the front of the net and just got a piece of a puck and deflected one pass and then after that it was just black because it was it was a surreal moment and then you know I got the puck it's actually in my office somewhere over there but I got the puck and they made a nice little frame for me and it's just uh I'm just waiting to put it up on the wall somewhere I just moved into a new place uh, last summer. So still remodeling a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And then, yeah, I know you went through a few free agencies and you're currently, you said you're in one right now. Uh, what are, what are those like? And like, what is it like to, to move around to the new team? Stressful. Um, so we got a few more days here. It's uh, free agencies, July 28. Um, normally you start getting the, you know, a couple feelers here and there teams are interested or what's going on. Um, I'm hoping to be back with Calgary enjoyed my time three years there with them and uh I feel like it's a good fit for me but free agency is always stressful you never know like right now there's no job and uh I'm just hoping to you know get a, get that phone call saying you're going back for another year or you know maybe a two-year deal is it's always nice a little security but free agency is always exciting and nervous at the same time because mm-hmm. you get a call from whoever you're going here you know pack your bags you're off to a new city so it's exciting but also nerve-wracking because Sometimes you're going to a team where you don't know anyone, don't know any coaches, you're just flying in there blind. And it's tough, but part of the gig and just kind of move on with it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then tell me about these last, like, two seasons with, uh, like, COVID. I know it's been, like, crazy. Like, what is, what is like, protocol? And, like, I know even Canada was, like, shut down. Like, what was that like for you? Oh, yeah. Like, so Canada, our North Division this past year was, was complete lockdown. It was – they were pretty much, you know – I, we all understood it was just the way it was going. Um, Canada was a little bit more strict than the U.S., so pretty much just begging us to stay in our places and work. Like so, rink and home, pretty much it. Like uh, they were very adamant about that. Don't no hanging out on the side and no going to the you know there's no movie theaters or restaurants or anything like that open. So just don't go anywhere. Don't do anything stupid. Yeah. Don't get a shutdown, please. Is pretty much what the uh, what the uh, message was all year. Just don't get a shutdown. So. Every day you'd go in and you'd have your COVID test up the nose or down the throat and 
go onto the rink and then you, you don't breathe for a few hours until you get your results back and then you're clear. And then the next day you do it all over again. So yeah. it, uh, it definitely got a little tiring getting that, you know, that Q-tip shoved up your nose every day, but yeah. is what it is. And we were, we were fortunate enough that we were able to play. So, uh, yeah. definitely lucky, you know, to at least get the season in at that point. Yeah, definitely. Were you guys in a bubble? Um, Kind of, yeah. So, like, we only played the North Division. So, we only played in Canada. We only we played the six other teams. Felt like 100 times each. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> saw them every other day. But it was technically not a bubble, but it yeah. was. Like, you couldn't, you know, Canada was just shut down. So, you really couldn't go anywhere anyway if you wanted to. Like, yeah. order food pretty much every night or order your groceries and, you know, to the rink and home every day. Go for your walk. You know, just try and kill some time during the day. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Now – your brother Eric is also in the NHL. What what is it yeah. like to to have a brother in the NHL? Like two, you're, you're both brothers, siblings. Yeah. Jealous. Yeah. So much better. <laughs> yeah. Nah, super super proud. Like, it, I'm a few years older than him, so like our whole lives, it was just like I was doing everything first. You know, I was you know growing. I was big. He was little, and then I was moving on to junior hockey, and he was still playing club because just a few years younger. So everyone wanted to know what I was doing. What like what am I up to? What am I up to now? just to see him like succeed and just blow every expectation out of the water. It's just, it's awesome. It's a proud older brother moment and uh, watch every game I can of his and he's just getting better and better. So he's, uh, he's going to have a nice long career there and hopefully uh, the people in Columbus get to enjoy him for his whole career. Cause uh, I know he loves it there. and um, I know the fans love him and he just, it just awesome. He, he's doing a great job and could be more proud. Would you, would you ever want to play with him? Oh yeah. I, I mean, I'd love to, we'll see. That's, yeah. That's about Columbus. They know they like him. I don't yeah. know if they, they know about me, though. <laughs> it yeah. could be a little awkward, too, me rolling in here trying to take a, take a job from someone who turns out to be his. Yeah. So sure. uh, we'll leave that till maybe the end of the career. Maybe get a, a yeah. sniff somewhere with him, or at least to play against him this season would be pretty cool. We've missed each other twice now. So yeah, uh, just to play against him this season would be pretty cool if I can, if we can make that happen. Yeah, you got to do the jersey exchange. Yeah, so, yeah exactly. Like, do they do if that? I'm, they do that? No, nah, you don't do that. No, NHL jersey, they cost too much, man. It's a trainers will kill you. You come back with no jersey, they're gonna be like, hey, what the hell is going on? I need a check for 300 bucks, please. Thank you. <laughs> That's hilarious. Can't be giving those things away. Um, yeah, then just like uh what what keeps you motivated just because you've been in the NHL, I mean in the AHL so long and then getting called up, sent down and called up. Yeah, I think like I said, the lifestyle, man, it's just you get treated like gold, you know, you're you're in the NHL and you're, you're on that, um, that pedestal, especially in the Canadian market where, you know, you're, you're in front of all these people, or at least last year on TV, you know, they're tuning in. It's rivalry games all the time in Canada. Like, it's just another atmosphere up there. So it, you just want to be a part of that. And you want to be a, a part of that's um, the atmosphere. Like I said, just playing in front of those electric fans, the Canadian fans are crazy and it's, it's just a fun time. So, you know, the, the cities you go to, you're traveling all the time. You're like in a normal season, you get to go to great cities and explore, you know, good restaurants and it's just a good lifestyle. And, uh, you know, it doesn't last forever. So you definitely want to take advantage of it. Well, if you're lucky enough to play at this level and, uh, um, just make it last as long as possible. Cause like I said, uh, retirement is pretty early in the, in the, uh, hockey world yeah. compared to uh, real life. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, and what what advice would you give to a, a young player, like either trying to get like a D1 scholarship or trying to go pro? I just to have fun, especially younger kids. Like if you're, you're high school or just before, like just, you know, play m multiple sports, be an athlete, not a hockey player, you know, like learn how to do other things, play other sports, just 
and enjoy it. You know, if you're, if you're good enough, like they'll find you. I played double A hockey my whole life growing up and that's nothing, you know, that's nothing crazy compared to the leagues they got going on now. Kids are traveling all over the country playing hockey. And, you know, if you're, if you're good enough, someone will be there. Someone will find you. Um, and just try not to stress. It's funny me saying that because that's all I did was stress. That's all I still do is stress, but just try not to stress and just, you know, enjoy it, enjoy the ride. And uh, if you're good enough, you'll, you'll get seen and you'll be in the right situation. Yeah, for sure. And then just going back to your brother, do you guys like call each other up and let's like go, go through like any like plays and stuff like, or like, just like, like uh, for advice with, for each other or stuff like that? Yeah. I'll call them every once in a while. Like during the season, it's hard, you know, like days slip by, especially last year, you're playing every, every other night, every, yeah. every two nights in a row, you know, stuff like that. But like, I try to watch most of his games because luckily he's on the East coast and I had a two hour time difference. So his games are starting at like, you know, five o'clock, which was kind of nice get to see him play or, um, but yeah, I'll give him a call. Not, not too much advice, but just like, see, tell him he's doing good or maybe a thing here or there. If I think, you know, I could help. Like I said, he's better than me at this point. So I'm calling my younger brother for advice at this point, but, <laughs> but yeah, just if I see something, it's an easy game on TV, right? Yeah. It's an easy game from the stand. So I'm like, yeah, just do this next time. You go, okay. Yeah. Do that a hundred miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Like, we, we keep in touch a lot though. We watch each other's games and it's uh, it's, we got a good relationship. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, you ready for some fun questions? Yeah, let's do it. All right. What, what's your favorite uh, song right now? Favorite song? Damn, right now? <sighs> Got me uh, – I think I like that new Bieber one, honestly. I'm a big Bieber right. guy. I don't know. Not many, right. not many guys will admit that, but I like the Bieber song. Yeah, with the, with and, the anything Leroy. country. Sorry? Yeah, with the kid Leroy. That's the new yeah. Song. Yeah, yeah. That guy's blowing up, though. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, I know. I'm not like, uh, you know, new music. I'm not too good at. I'm not good yeah. at. I just got my old playlist, but I like that Bieber song. I like the new uh, that Ed Sheeran song is pretty good. That just came out. All right. Can, can tell you the, the name of it, but it yeah. comes on the radio. I feel you. I feel you. That's how I am with. So I'm just like yeah. I don't know who the artist is. I don't know really the song. Yeah, I don't know the name. I can I can yeah. sing the, the, the popular part, right? <laughs> Definitely. What about like uh, what's your what's your favorite food in in Canada? Like maybe something new that you discovered. Oh, something new, nothing new, but, um, a lot of places out in kind of like, you know, Vancouver, even, even Calgary has got great sushi, like okay. Toronto, great sushi place. I, I always try and find the good sushi places when I'm on the I wasn't, road. I wasn't or, expecting that. Yeah, I know. It's crazy, right? Like Cal Calgary, I know middle, middle of the country, you wouldn't expect it, but really good sushi places there. And then you go to Vancouver and it's automatic. You're right there on the water and like yeah. love the sushi up there. Yeah. And like make sure guys make it a point to get the sushi when you're in Vancouver. All right. Well, if I'm in Canada, I'm going to check it out. Yeah. Check it out or message me first. And then I'll tell you if you're yeah. in the right city or not. Yeah, for sure. The only place I only been to uh, Montreal, I believe. Yeah. Once. Yeah. And also they got good steaks up there too. The Canadian, uh, the Canadian beef, a lot yeah. of good steaks up there too. I had a simple, simple answer, but you know, yeah. could have yeah. gone with like a poutine, but I don't really eat it too much. You know, the fries and gravy with the cheese yeah. curds, but I don't eat that too much. Yeah. No, nah, I like sushi and steak, so this is both. Yeah, good. there you go. Uh, what What do you like to do in your free time when you're not playing hockey? Yeah, we got a lot of still a lot a lot of buddies that play some uh, Xbox together. We still play Ford yeah. or Call of Duty and stuff like that. Like a lot of teammates, a lot of guys in the in the league still play video games, and it's a good good uh, time killer. I also like cooking a lot too, big time in the kitchen. Yeah, I'll do anything. What's your always learn? What's your favorite meal to cook? Ooh, favorite meal i like making a beef wellington it's a right. it's a grind yeah it takes a little while but i really like you know like the, um, the pastry wrap filet mignon and you know you got the mushrooms and prosciutto inside it's really really good it takes a little while but 
I like making that stuff. I like I watch a lot of Gordon Ramsay YouTube videos. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, so maybe we'll get, we'll get clips to of him are this. hilarious. Yeah, I know. We'll get <laughs> we'll send this to him and see if he's watching. Oh uh, yeah, we, we will. Tell me, tell me send send me some tips. <laughs> Definitely. What about you? You uh you guys play NA, like you guys play NHL? Uh here and there. I got a couple uh-huh. teammates play, so we'll just jump on. I you know what level like NHL, FIFA. I used to play these games, you know, religiously in the American League in Binghamton with some of my roommates. And it just got to the point where I was losing sleep over losing to these guys. And like, we were making bets on the stupidest things, like running down the street. All right, you lose, go pick up dinner. And I found myself losing all the important games. So I was, I had to quit playing the one-on-one games like NHL and FIFA. So I stick to the shooter games now just by myself. And just, if I'm playing on their team, fine. I can't play against people. I'm too competitive. I start throwing stuff and Broke a few controllers that season, so I weaned myself off of the uh, NHL FIFA. I got you. Well, I appreciate you coming on, and uh, best of luck next season. Obviously, we'll definitely stay in touch and be in touch and see where you go next. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it.